But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. The return of Wrestling Rob behind the glass. Hope everybody's doing well on this feel-good fantasy football Friday. That's right, folks. It's the biggest fantasy weekend of the year as far as drafts are concerned. No more mocks. It's, start, it's time to start setting your lineups. Um, my dad's already talking trades. Like he, the, our lineups are set because our draft happened a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. But it is time. I mean, th- this is when a lot of people do their drafts on the Sunday of Labor Day or the Monday on Labor Day. We're doing yeah, ours, I mean, a bunch of ours on Tuesday. I have seven drafts this weekend. You are seven. out of your mind. It bleeds into Tuesday a little bit. And so. it's funny because people ask me. You know, I had a uh, Dags hit me up yesterday. He's like, "What time is the fantasy draft on Tuesday?" I was like, "Well, when Which you one? when you run when you run seventeen leagues like Chris is trying to do." Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Go check the app. We're doing it via sleeper app. So check out the that. best is when I have the league filled for like six or seven days. The draft is set and it's like known that it's set because a lot of times I do a soft draft set. Mm-hmm. And then we've, we we ran into that problem on the live show. last Yes, week, we did so, yesterday. But yeah, I'll do a soft live set. Now I'll, I'll put the message out. Everything is set concrete in stone. And then like eight days later, one person's like, hey, um, can we move it to Tuesday? And it's like, dude, I have 36 people lined <laughs> up in this league. No, I can't. I, I, I could find a replacement for you. I if swear like. to God, there was one time I was I, I host the same draft at my dad's house every year for the last 17 years. And only one time a guy on draft day like texted me like two hours before the draft and was like, yo, I got tickets to this concert. Uh, I can't make it. I said, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. It, like, you, first you, of all, immediate. You're not running it on ESPN, Immediate right? uh, goodbye of friendship. What? You don't run it on ESPN? No. Uh, because if you ran that draft on ESPN, you wouldn't be able to draft that day at all. Once the draft is set, Oh, I know. Uh, I do the live draft at my house, at my uh, dad. So it's like uh, the stickers uh. and stuff, which See, I think is a lost form. I hate online drafts. I love when you got to walk up, announce it, flex your muscle. You know, like, Here's, you my like, No, no, no. I'm going to just teach you guys a little trick. Do both. Open the draft room. Well, that's what I'm doing Tuesday. Yeah, this way and then all the rosters fills are there. up. You don't have to go in and do the, the I, work after But the you fact. know what? I, I like that. Oh, that's terrible. I sit there and I look at my draft board with my dad. I'm like, Dad, roll them off. Who's got the best team? Blah, blah, blah. We yeah, have this like, like little... family time. Yeah, it's like know, a little mini cool. conversation. All right. Well, when you run 19 to, leagues, I was about I'd to say rip no. you apart. No, no, no. For that, but then you, Rob is like family. Adam so I was boy, like, Rob, you're killing me over here. That's my man, Rob. But when you have seven, like you said, when you have seven leagues, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you don't want to do I'm it every commi- single time. I'm the commissioner time. in five of my seven leagues. Yeah, see, you're just you're a crazy person. Anyway, it's if you want to support this crazy concept of a show, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports. That's the way to support it. There's a $3, $5, $10 increments. There's a various ways of giveaways of what we do for the three and the five. It's general support. It's like, boy, go get them, guys. But if you're in that as a dynasty member or even any member, right, you're not even like segregating to one thing. No, no, like no. If you are a we might pa- eventually get I to that point. I think you should. Point. I think if you're, <laughs> I definitely think you should. If you're a Patreon, member you're entered every week into whatever you guys do as far as either instagram lives youtubes like whatever the break buds are doing that day or that week you're automatically entered into winning some really cool stuff so i mean you're giving everything okay yeah i was thinking about what hawaii mike was saying but Oh, oh, all right. Well, good morning to the chat, by the way. Bailey, uh, our sound engineer, Nick, Sports Car Collective, which I heard has a lot of free time on his hands now. 
Hey, there you go, buddy. Joe's in the house, and so is Hawaii, Florida Mike. Everybody's watching. Good morning to all you guys as well. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of this entire thing, which is obviously we're going to start tearing out some of these guys, or at least Gooch is going to give his rankings, and you can determine which tiers they're in. I'll probably chime in and yeah, tell you I which might tiers have they're a, in. I might tier some guys, but I feel like you guys should have fucking He's basically calling everybody lazy. This and is my last-minute draft prep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> buddy. Off, by the way. Um, so One yeah. day. Are we here for my rundown? We are here for your rundown. Have that. All right, so yesterday we had some good college football that popped off. <laughs> if you cool. needed your appetizer, you got it. Yeah. Um, so just to start things, Penn State with a nice, thrilling comeback victory with, like, 50 seconds to go. Clifford threw a TD pass. Um, not as time expired, but game-winning touchdown on the road at Purdue. That's a tough place to play. They've, they've been slaying the Giants. Top 10 wins in, at home last year. In two times. football general question, what would you determine is the cutoff for game-winning touchdown? Meaning if somebody throws a touchdown with like seven minutes to go, fourth, is that the game-winning touchdown if, if nothing else has happened? Yes, if you're trailing in the fourth quarter uh-huh. and you score a touchdown to take the lead, uh-huh. that's the game-winner. No matter how much no time is left, what. if, if nothing ba- else happens. Same with baseball. Just curious. Same with baseball. If you have, if it's a tie game, one-one in the third inning, and you hit a game tying, a, a, a tie-breaking single, and you win two-one, you had the game winner. It's not. I don't know how I, they register it as a stat if they even do in terms of like baseball. You got to assume with the like analytics that. nowadays, it's like this they guy might, throws more touchdowns with two minutes left. With some advanced metrics and certain websites where there's yeah. like. Course. You know, seventh inning on, things like that. Yeah, no, of I was course. just curious. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, go Dave's got a lot of analytics questions for non-analytics guys. I'm lately. starting Let to get into you. the world of analytics. I like the stock market all of a sudden, by the way. <laughs> so that's a thing. Uh, I'm all I'm all in on all stuff. So more college football scores. Wake Forest dominates VMI 44 to 10. Not sure even who the fuck VMI is, but they got smoked <laughs> the yesterday. Um, Give some respect. Oklahoma State versus Central Michigan, 58-44. Hope you guys took the over in that one. Yeah, that was a... And uh, Pitt took out West Virginia in the battle of the... The backyard brawl. The backyard brawl. Very WWE theme. It's the backyard brawl early, and I feel like a bunch of brothers uh, and brothers played against their brothers, and they're all from the same family, and they're all from the same (laughs) second family. They used to play each other and haven't played in 11 years. First time in 11 years that they played each other was yesterday, opening Oh, really? Oh, is that what... a thing that was going down every year my whole life. Well, yeah. Why the hell they call it the backyard brawl? Because they used to play all the time. Oh. Keith Ernst Ernst was the one that texted me. He goes, I'm the backyard yard brawl by the way how many times are you just gonna say this over and over again i was like i don't know um yeah i don't know i didn't watch <laughs> but, <laughs> but no there is there is big games this weekend that i am gonna watch i haven't been dave you you said you're gonna make it a point that you to. need to watch college football yeah this weekend. let's do it um look there's two great ones notre dame oklahoma um notre dame ohio state there's two top five teams playing out of the gate can't miss that week one I mean, it's probably a little too early for Notre Dame to be seasons to be ruined because they're going to get smacked in this one. New coach, though. Yeah, new coach. Wait, same result. They got a big game week one, man. Yeah, and, and honestly, in college football, you can't lose. You're not allowed you're to lose. The risk <laughs> if you of, lose, you're, you're running the risk of your they season. can. But if Notre Dame doesn't go undefeated, the lack of a conference championship really will hurt them. Hundred percent. What the hell Without is holding? Doubt. What's the holdup with Notre Dame to join a conference? Because why just, would they? The money they're on, they get an uh, exclusive, they own TV, exclusive deal. TV deal. NBC. They don't need a. So conference. they are the Dallas Cowboys yeah, of college pretty, football, pretty much, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. Good for them. Go Rudy. Like the Braves too, always on CBS. I don't buy the fact that you guys said that Rudy was off. Sides. He was lined up perfectly, got a really good horrible, jump on the ball, and then boom. Horrible movie, by the way. You are um, out of your and I, sco- and I like Notre Dame. Are you kidding? You're so over there saying bad movie, too? It is a bad movie. Another good one yet. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, Oregon versus Georgia. Go Ducks. You might be seeing both these teams in the college football playoff. I don't think Oregon will, will withstand Water. based on what Kyle was saying the other day. This is not my opinion. That's Kyle's. So I don't think Oregon has a chance to really do much damage. 
in terms of the national title this year, and it's probably going to be over for them week one as well. So mm. Notre Dame and Notre Dame and Oregon, it was a great season. <laughs> Maybe next year, guys. Maybe next year. <laughs> so that, was our, that was our appetizer. We have the, the full entree right now, and that is the NFL news. Harold Landry, the mm. edge rusher for the Titans, oh, yes. was basically the key to that physical play defense that kind of came on midseason last year. Going into the year, they were arguably the worst defense on paper in football, and they Mike Rabel had them playing well. It was a lot to do with Harold Landry, and he's done for the year. Titans, man, as things move closer to the season, they're just looking worse and worse to me. The, the Colts should run away with that division. Um, Major League Baseball news. Jacob deGrom is out there seeking a massive deal, well, reportedly seeking a massive deal. I don't think this is news to anybody. Jacob deGrom is... I could I would make the case that he's been the best pitcher over the last 10, 15 years that anybody has seen. When he's on the mound. When he's on the mound, yeah. which you have to give him credit where it's due. He's been on the mound largely his entire career. He hasn't dealt with many injuries okay. just over the last maybe eight months or so. Um, but he's pitching well in his return, and I think DeGrom is going to get it. You know the amount, You know the dollar amount he's seeking? 50 mil per. Yep. You could take your pick on how long he wants to sign for. But Five years? Should we give him a 250 deal? A little Sound bit better. Right. Look, if the Mets are going to end up paying two two pitchers a quarter million, uh, well, half a billion well, as, dollars. As Rube stated a long time ago, or not a long time ago, on this show, uh, Scherzer's getting old. You know what I mean? So, like, this is your future. You're, you're mortgaging your future right now. You're like, yes, you pay top dollar to get Max F and Scherzer well, on your that, rotation. Well, that's my point. If you're but giving, it's like a Scherzer, win now if you're giving Scherzer that contract, I can't see any reason why you're not going to give DeGrom the deal. And it's good news for Mets fans because if he is seeking this deal— He's not going to get that deal from Atlanta. He's not going to get that. It pretty much prices out a lot of teams. Even the Yankees aren't going to go after him at that Can at you imagine? Price. No. Could you imagine? I could imagine. If they it's, lost it's that not, on it's, Judge. It's not going to happen. I also, I don't think DeGrom would go to the Yankees, and I don't think Judge would go to the Mets. I think that's off the table for both. Okay. The Mets are fun to watch right now. Oh, yeah. Dude, we like, talked about it yesterday. yesterday. Oh, like, the way they so robbed good. that home run. Big, big <sighs> games. Making they won again plays. yesterday. And um, Edwin Diaz now is throwing 103 miles an hour. Yeah. Yesterday, bro, when I tell you, I watched that the game. Fuck happened right out of the <laughs> right out of here. I went and saw my dad, and of course he's home watching the game. I didn't even know the Mets were playing in the afternoon, so I got there for the seventh inning, and I'm watching the Mets and whatever. First of all, horrible, horrible fielding by the Dodgers to let up one of the runs. Um, and then overall, and that was like Mookie Betts too. Like he was just defensively like just inept. It um, but anyway, so I, I'm watching this game. And they bring in, this is a Buck Showalter move, apparently, according to sources, and that source being my dad telling me that he does it a lot. Buck Showalter brings in Edwin Diaz in the eighth inning if the heart of the lineup's coming up. Then he does that strategically. Like, if, if it's 4-5-6 coming up in the eighth, and he has Diaz in the pen, he'll bring Diaz in the pen uh, in the eighth and then have Adovino close it out, which they did yesterday. However, we saw a little, like, you know, more like Rocky Four moment. Like, he's, he's not a machine, he's a man. Like, walked, hit a batter, run like in the eighth got out of it because that's when he was like you know what the fucking hell with this shit and he burned him with 103 and i was like god dude the the whole place went absolutely ballistic it's a fun time to be a mets fan dave is now a mets fan i think it's weird you see how, how many times have i wore my yankees hat in the last couple of weeks huh the tide oh, is turning you were you were you were um you are the yankee fan that everyone hates then no no, no. i i you better I, put your yankee hat on tomorrow okay on well, saturday it'll no be fine <laughs> Saturday, I'll walk around with my. All right, so it's enough about season, enough man. about the Mets. They're probably going to win the World Series this year. That's great. But Spencer Strider set a Braves franchise record with 16 strikeouts yesterday. And anytime you're setting a Braves pitching record with the yeah. pitchers that they've had over the course of the last two decades, 
that's something. That's the Smolts, the Glavins, the Maddoxes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. 16 Ks yesterday, Braves record. The Braves are going to be there. I'm very excited about the National League playoffs this year. Braves, Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers. Let's see who could fucking... It's going to be fun. Let's see who could beat the Yankees in four games in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Yankees ain't making the World Series. Hey, oh, oh, relax over there. Calm I don't down. feel good about it at all. I don't either. Uh, but still calm down. Anyway. All right, so... NBA, Donovan Mitchell was traded, and it wasn't to the New York Knicks. The Cleveland Cavaliers got a nice little roster put together now. and Gave away a lot, though. And Utah is, like, looking like they look, looking like the Celtics looked at their draft capital. They have, like, 13 picks in the the first round over the next three years. Danny Ainge is doing the same thing with with the Jazz that he did with the Celtics, so you got to tip your cap there. But what does this mean for the Knicks? What does this mean for... The, the Cavs, honestly, I feel like these two teams are jockeying for position in the Eastern Conference, and they were kind of like very similar on the come up. You have some good young talent, and the Cavs are the ones that pulled the trigger on the trade. I feel like the Knicks probably dodged a bullet on their rebuild. I mean, but the Cavs are going to be better next year. What's being year. reported is that the deal was in place in July, and I don't know how much I buy into this, but the deal was in place. RJ, OB, and Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson and like a bunch of first round picks, and they said no. I think it was five first round picks. They said no, and so to me, they took a they took a lesser deal. Me too. No, I got to see the finances of it, and I that's guess, true too. Yeah, of course, that's, that's always point. a plays a part. But like, I think they took the lesser deal here. I mean, it, it, I don't know. Maybe maybe Mitch was also not but, but banging on the di- on the table to say I want out. Why they didn't take the lesser deal because. By far the best player in the entire two packages combined, if you look at what the Knicks were offering and what Cleveland was offering, Colin Sexton was by far the best piece. I agree. So that, I think, maybe is why they took less draft capital. Mm. And they got him in a sign-in trade, four years, $72 million, as a part of that trade. So they were talking like, oh, Sexton might be on the move anyway after this deal. Utah retained him at a four-year extension. So worked out for them. They got a nice, young, budding, talented player in Colin Sexton. I think he's really good. And... um See where it goes from here. I'm not disappointed in the Knicks. I know a lot of Knicks fans were saying, I can't believe they they you know fumbled this situation. I can't believe we didn't add Mitchell Robinson. But like I'm all first I'm talking analytics. Now I'm talking supporting Kyle Kerms here. Because as far as the Knicks uh fan base is concerned, I'm starting to believe that what the Knicks have right now, the the core and the little nucleus that they've built in the addition of um homeboy this year. Who they had? Mavericks. Brunson. 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 With the addition of Brunson, um, I think they have a nice little eighth seed, ninth seed team. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then if you let them develop another year, then you might have a six seed team. Like, without losing all of these guys that they're trying to develop. Listen, RJ Barrett was the first Knicks draft pick since Charlie F. and Ward to receive a, an extension, a new deal after being drafted. Are you kidding? That was 1999, I think, or 98. Like, that's insane to me. So maybe the Knicks are onto something, and maybe I'm finally starting to say, the hell with these big diva superstars. I don't want them. See, Give me that young see, team. Me, Let's rock. Let's go. For me, I'm not looking to make any moves at all. I don't care if it takes three years, four years, until it's the guy. Like, I, I, Donovan Mitchell's not making the Knicks anything better than a five seed. I don't give a shit what. He's not playing defense. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, why even make the move? You're, you're giving up potential to lose out on a guy that becomes available down the line because you don't have any draft capital. Look, you're going to be a decent team anyway. You have a young team. The fans are almost behind this version of the young team. There's no reason to put a divide amongst the fan base, bringing a guy that would be a your 
best player, arguably, at least your best scorer, but not playing defense for that coach, I don't think it's going to work Rube's out. Rube's in the house, and he said Mitchell's not even a superstar. I agree. I think he's a star player, but he has done nothing to prove that he's a superstar in this league. I think the I Knicks think might the, have won this. The word superstar gets thrown around rather loosely, um, specifically in the NBA. Yeah, I I'm with it. And at first, like I, like I said, old me? Four weeks ago, six weeks ago, me, I would have been banging on the desk and be like, I can't believe they couldn't get this guy. How do you let this guy walk out of New York? He loves the Knicks. Make it happen. And now I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Miss just, me with that shit. I want to I'm touch good. on a couple of these comments now before we move on sure. to the reads. Um, so what the fuck is up with how Gooch says Oregon? Oregon? How should I say Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. Is that how you say it? That's how I say it. Oregon. That's how I say it. Oregon. The Oregon Trail. Oregon. That's Oregon how I refer trail. the Oregon Trail, not the Oregon Trail. Did I say it wrong the first time? I don't know. You know how many times I You know the people that say like crayon, like instead of crayon, <laughs> yes. I want to punch you right or, dead or, in the mouth. Or bagel? You ever bagel? Oh God, I'm bagel? Like, no. What? I have are more. Like, what are we talking about here? How people enunciate words is rather annoying, but the, my most annoying pet peeve is when people say, "I could care less." It means you care a little bit. I could care less. I mean, I, and I can care what's less. The, what's I the care. correct? It's I couldn't. I could care not less. care any less than I care, which is not at all. I couldn't care less. Okay, so if I could care less is wrong. It means that you care a little. <laughs> there you go. Grammar uh, lessons here on the Chops Sports Daily. We deliver it all. In fact, we deliver some great, great sponsors, including the Michael Fusco Insurance Agency. Be sure to check him out, F uh, Michael Fusco, uh, the Fusco Insurance Agency.com. He's doing comprehensive retirement plans. He's doing it all. He's now partnering up with somebody else, which I can't really disclose, but it has everything to do with your 401k. So there's protection over there. There's also protection, I just said, on your retirement. There's protection everywhere okay this guy is offering so many things and so many services be sure to check his website out which you can find now at jobsportsmedia.com under partners and you can go check his out uh check all the information out of michael fusco also on there uh you'll see uh just the wonderful design and that's because of steveaspar.com so steve thank you again for the brand new chop sports media website looks awesome looks stupendous um i love it and of course our friends over at dat chat which again I, I have to talk to, to Glenn today, actually. My boy Glenn over at Datchat. I'm going to text him today and ask him a bunch of questions because I got questions. I got questions about what Datchat is about to just explode with because they're doing blockchain, uh, NFTs, social media, the metaverse, or whatever that is. Like, there's just so much shit that this guy is involved in that I need to know. So check out Datchat right now. And, of course... Before you head into a big, big weekend full of drafts, you're going to be sitting down a lot. You might be actually consuming some sweat, some alcoholic beverages. You might stink a little bit. I don't but know one about thing you, but I'm not consuming any sweat. That won't stink. We'll be consuming some beer and some weed, Is but your <laughs> I will have a clean-shaven ball sack. There you go. All along the way. Draft weekend, fear not. There is not going to be any hairy grundle in this. In this Good thing you're going to be around all of these in men. This banana <laughs> hammock down here. Dave likes how I do the graphic I, as I'm talking I about it. But if like you head on over to manscaped.com use the promo code shop sports you get 20 percent off a clean pair a clean shaven pair of balls you could even hit your little taint action a little booty hole so <laughs> manscaped.com promo code shop sports and with all that savings <laughs> rob you could bring up the the trusty um survivor pool graphic because look it's getting close we yeah, got we're, we're less than a week out from nfl oh football my God. season but this time next week we're talking about a game that yes. happened um there is a post on the facebook group we're going to post the link to that again on our instagram and things like that get the link out there and it's a look 
There was over sixty-five thousand dollars in cash prizes last year. They're looking to raise that to over seventy-five k this year. It's a hundred-dollar entry fee. It's a very reputable, one of the most reputable pools that I've been a part of. Biggest pool in Central Jersey. I, I feel like there's no reason why you shouldn't get in this. Any interest, reach out to me personally, and uh, we'll sort out the payment and all that good stuff. But these are my good buddies, and it's a lot of fun to get into yeah. this thing. Uh, runyourpool.com. The link is all up there, so check and it out. shout out to everybody who gets bounced in week one, so no matter what. Oh, like, we didn't. Oh, we, what? We, we didn't. Did we put the graphic up? Yeah, no, he had it up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just brain dead right now. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So anyway. What's up, guys? It's Sturch from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100 hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports search set you speaking on personal experience the house buying and house selling process is a bitch it's not fun it's not fun at all but you know who made it fun you know who turned all this around took all the stress out of the process it's curtis counts of exp realty whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Um, we hope everybody's having a good Friday out there as we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, this Listen, we did our mock draft yesterday. Uh, Chris won by a landslide as far as the results. Um, you know what the crazy part is? And I told him this after. Like, you were telling Ashley right then on the spot. Yo, so go, vote, vote. go vote for Dave on the chat. And the next things that came out of Ashley's comments were how good Chris looked and how he should show off his yellow shorts. And I'm like, just... Vote for me. <laughs> like, it's not hard. And I didn't get Still one. Still waiting one. on that vote. Still waiting on that uh, vote to see if my draft was good. But everybody hated the fact that I took Na Najee Harris, too, and then Zeke in the second. And then, like, you know, but it was yeah, the he reads later, bit, but second. Right. later second. Later right. second. <laughs> That's good. Dynasty draft now. Thanks, guys. Well, no, we won't do that because apparently we were pissing off the mentals of the world. <laughs> uh, Mark Mensel came in yesterday like, it's no value. Get rid of this shit. We got to do a normal draft, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so let's tear out and rank out some players because look, this is it. This is the final weekend for you to tear out your players. If you're not tearing out your players, you're doing it wrong. According to Gooch. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. So 100%. basically it's, it's very simple. Who's your tier one guys. Who's your tier two guys. I would say, when do you get to the, and the rest after four, after three, no, I like mean, there's like, one, two, three, I, and the rest when there, when there's guys that are. There's a big gap, and then the rest of the guys don't play. Like it's okay. basically, I so tier, I tier the starters out, okay. guys that will be drafted in fantasy, and then I'll identify some guys <sighs> that I think are free agents, and they'll be the, like the rest. I won't list everybody. There's Jack, a lot. Just, of I'm, I'm clearing this up, Jack. Anybody who gives you any kind of crap about drafting Zeke at all, you're going to be able to laugh directly no, in their mouths a, at the end of the season because Zeke is going to be a top three rusher in the league. <laughs> a little highly questionable way to laugh at somebody <laughs> is to laugh in their mouth. <laughs> 
Open wide. I got these <laughs> for you. <laughs> yes. That is good. Right in their face. Um, just this close. So, yeah, what we're going to do here, Dave. Sure. I'm just going to kind of go through the positions. And instead of doing the tiers, I'm going to give a little quick synopsis on what I think of the player and why, whether I think he's a little going too high, right, just about where he should go or too low. And I don't want to... Do the t- I'll do tiers. I'll, I'll mention it here or there when I see a tier ending. What Gooch is trying to tell you is that he doesn't want to give away too much of his own draft strategy, considering he has seven well, drafts every weekend. I've given away every last bit <laughs> of all my fans' you have, information. You have. So. Everybody's, you're welcome dra- to everybody. everybody's drafting Damian Pierce in the fifth or, or uh, around and the I fifth or sixth least, because of Gooch. I, be- I believe I'm in at least one league with every single viewer that we have. At least one, so right. we'll see. And Scoop, if you want to do a Survivor... Jump his I mean, bones. I, <laughs> Bobby Earps' jump his bones. Throwback. Scoop, if you want to do a um, a Dynasty mock draft, just me and you after, hit me up, buddy. I'll send you a link. <laughs> all right, so... Anywho, let's start with the QBs. Those guys throwing the football. It is a passing league after all. These guys are very, very valuable, uh, to me at least. But after you get after the Paris 3, it's like, eh, let's just wait. Like, well, what I do you mean, got? I think uh, you could have Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes in Tier 1, which... I think that's a consensus thing. We don't have to talk in depth about these guys. They do it every year. Pause. I feel like no Justin Herbert in tier no, one. No, 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 no. Really? No, no, no. Huh. Interesting. He's he's not done it long enough. And really, how long has Josh Allen done it? Three years. Josh Allen, same as Sam Darnold. Josh draft. Allen's. Right, clear, did you just compare Sam Darnold? No, no. Josh, Josh Allen's same draft. Josh Allen ah, is yeah. a clear cut MVP favorite going into this season. So. I'm not putting I Justin sprinkle a little Herbert. money on Justin Herbert. Never Justin know. Herbert threw a decent amount of picks last year. Josh Allen brings mm. that 800 okay. or 700 rush yards that he brought to the That's table true. last oh, year. Okay. Justin Herbert has weapons around him. I need to see a little bit more. You know, there could be a regression. You don't know out of a just as a Justin Herbert specifically, not that team. Okay. Um, I wonder how his stock is. Probably doing well. Probably. Like <laughs> All right, so we have Allen, we have Mahomes. I think that's one and two consensus. Nobody's really How early are you taking that. them? Um, if I'm, you have the opportunity and they cross your path, I'm not taking either guy because I'm not taking a quarterback. God damn it! Answer for the rounds. masses. So it's like I'm. You're not. But like, what is the, the earliest I consider this a quarterback? If it's Josh Allen, is at the the two three turn. That's where that, I'm not taking Josh Allen fifteenth. I'm not taking Josh Allen. I'm taking him like twenty third. So late second, early third, and then Mahomes on the three four turn. That's it. That's it. And you'll you'll get really good value there, but understand you're gonna miss out on a fucking a, a wide out or a running back, and you will okay. be looking to fill that hole all year long. While you could fill that quarterback hole with Jalen Hurts in the eighth, I mean the seventh, sixth round. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So now when we're talking about tier two, it it becomes you're saying Herbert right away. Like, how do you just say Herbert over Burrow or even Kyler? I put almost Kyler Murray, Herbert, and Burrow into the same tier. Tier two. I know you might catch some flack for that one. Why? Because Kyler Murray isn't that very good. I mean, I'm talking about fantasy football here, right. and Kyler Murray has put up numbers in fantasy. He was a part of my Murray up offense a couple years back. I was an owner of Kyler Murray. So I think there'll be some up that. and down things, but if you look at the first half of Kyler Murray's season last <laughs> right, year, Ru, it, relax. Was, it was on point. I think Kyler Murray might be relied on to run a little bit more, and I think that'll help his fantasy stats because he hasn't really taken much hits. Is for a guy that you worry about his injury situation, he's he's shifty. It's hard to get your hands on him. I haven't seen him really get destroyed yet. That's a good point. That's a very good point. So largely you've been able to stay healthy to this point. So for tier a small two, guy. Kyler Murray. Tier two. And then I, I got Jalen Hurts almost this is a fringe. Like I got Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts in a very similar light, but I put Kyler Murray just slightly. He can throw the ball better. Because he's a better passer. Yes. 
But Jalen Hurts does have the weapons now, and he's probably going to be relied on a little more to run the football. So Kyler and Jalen Hurts, I think that's fringe. You're, you know, I'm not really. If I see both of those guys sitting there, I'm good with either one, and I'm, I mean that. Like no matter which one I get, mm. I'm good with it. Okay. Um, I also really, really am hard pressed to not put. Trey Lance in that tier in Ooh, terms of the fuck. way I feel like the yeah. fantasy value is going to turn out at season's end. I think Trey Lance has potential to crack the top five this year. I think Trey Lance has potential to put himself in the MVP conversation this year, almost like a Lamar Jackson did, if we're talking about dark horses. What? Yeah, yeah. bro. Like the, the situation he's stepping into with a with a playoff caliber team, weapons, right? Brandon Ayu going into year three with without that, that doghouse – um, sure. He didn't have to get out of the doghouse. Sure. They have Kittle fully healthy. They have Debo, obviously. Debo, good coaching staff. Running, ga- running game's pretty good. Shanahan has made an MVP at quarterback already with Matt Ryan in the past. So there is all of the parts there, and the odds are there. So if I'm looking at one guy, I've Ooh, said this whoosh. since the gate, if Trey Lance is the one guy I think outside the top 10, which I think he's almost in everyone's top 10 now, <sighs> that is a chance to finish in the top five or even higher. You could even see Trey Lance finish player – Number one player overall in fantasy this year. Just saying. That much hype on this guy. That much hype on this This is why I say that much hype on a guy that the 49ers made sure Jimmy G's sticking around. The 49ers did not make sure of anything. They they did. They actually did that. The 49ers did everything in their power to make sure Jimmy G wasn't there. They couldn't get proper compensation for him. So if they wanted, if they didn't want him there, they would have cut him, and it would have been a nasty cap hit. If they would have cut him, they would have been spending more money than they have him as a. They would have lost the backup and spent more money on the cap. I just think you you hear that right? Yes, I heard that, and I just think I'm I'm just on record saying that there's something to that. I'm a Trey Lance guy. I think Trey Lance should have the keys to the Niners. Should be the starting quarterback. Should be the future of the team. It just I don't know. Kind of so, murks me the wrong way, rubs me the wrong way. The fact that Jimmy G is now like this, he's just like so. Hawaii Mike, hey, I'm co- I'm like, confused what? by by like. Um, now I understand where you're going with say? this. He's being sarcastic. I would imagine regression for Herbert. Dot dot dot. Trey Lance MVP. Now what exactly are we doing up here? Right. I'm supposed to. I could sit here and say chalk. Right. But I think Trey Lance has a shot at MVP, and I do think that because of all the hype with Herbert that. Only thing that can happen is a regression. I don't think he's going to get much better, right? Like, look at the picks last year. He he threw the ball around a little bit. I'm just saying it's not guaranteed. Coaches figure things out. There's no guarantee that Herbert's just going to take the next step. No guarantee. And I'm not saying I predict a regression, but... That, all right, just so we're clear, Rube's coming in about the why would they cut him. I understand. That's why they didn't cut him. But now your comment here, they couldn't move him at 19. They can now move him at 6 if... And this is a big if. If the 49ers restructured this guy's contract to trade him, then the 49ers GM, who is what? That, that's that's what's this guy, right? John, John Lynch? Lynch. He should be given a Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Whatever it's called. Nobel Peace Prize. I don't care. Give him an award. Because if you did this and got people thinking like, ooh, I don't know, man. Now now teams are going to be like, oh, this cap pit's so, only $6 million. So, now I might do it. So when that's we're talking, genius. what has Lance done in the NFL to qualify an MVP voice? Nothing. But what did Lamar Jackson do going into his first year as a starter to qualify? He for just shocked MVP the world voice? with the way he played. I'm trying to say, like, if there's a guy, I'm not saying Trey Lance for MVP. I'm saying that you look at the odds for the MVP voting or MVP odds. I'm looking down the list. There's some really good payout on a Trey Lance. You throw a little bit of change on it, he has a better chance than the, whatever his odds are right now. There's a no trade, no tag clause. <laughs> well, you can waive that for the right situation. You, that's, that's why there's a clause in place. So th- that could be waived. 
depending on the situation. So, yeah, listen, all I'm saying is that if they restructured and, and in order for him to waive the no trade and, and make it happen to some team, then give John Lynch all the credit. But we're way too much on Trey Lance right now. And since we're, <laughs> since we're talking about fantasy football, um, what would you say the chances that Trey Lance outscores Justin Herbert this year? Like I'm praying now. I want it to All happen. Right, so now I, I'm a root for realizing this, for this conversation. Realizing right now, the situations, I'm comparing both offenses. They're both in really good offenses. Yes, I'm comparing better, both offenses. Chargers' offense is better. That's why I think Herbert has better numbers because I don't know. And look, is Herbert going to is Herbert going to have ten rushing touchdowns? Did, no, did, did but he Herbert, might have six more passing touchdowns. Did Herbert than finish Herbert. higher? Did Herbert finish higher than Jalen Hurts last year? As far as what in fantasy points? Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think he did. So what, what did Jalen Hurts do prior to last year to have a better season than Herbert? Who was who, the, who the did darling? you ask? Who did you ask? Jalen Hurts. And, J- and no. Herbert. Justin Herbert was second in the world in scoring fantasy. The world? Yes. Mm. What? What are you mmming about? I'm looking right at what, it. What, what 2021 league? overall. Is it, it um what who league? cares? It's it's very, very apparent that it wasn't close. Um Bro. Jalen Hurts didn't even outperform Dak last year, and Dak had a down year. Then I know for a fact that you're like Jalen Hurts was the QB five in almost every league Brother, that I was in last year. I'm Dak, looking right at I it. I had Dak and was starting Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts finished tenth in scoring, three hundred and twenty-one points behind Dak. Behind Dak, behind Burrow, behind Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Stafford. <laughs> so he's tenth. That's how he finished. James Rube coming in saying rushing is way more valuable than passing is in fantasy. Well, that's bullshit because I hate why, that. I hate why that Rogers whole. Wins no, MVP. in fantasy, the four touchdown, is. four point touchdown thing is stupid. No, forget all what that. Forget all that. I'm talking it. about rushing yards. If you get ten rushing yards oh, yes. as a quarterback, you get a point. Correct. But I'm looking directly at 2021 rankings. I just want Trey Lance to outscore fucking Justin Herbert this year, so I could. Turn point nine two twenty two that episode in his kidney because I'm now dealing with a kidney. That's why Rogers wins MVP and sucks in fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, Rogers didn't suck the last year. He wasn't good in fantasy. Two years ago, he had a great fantasy. But season. You know, like, what defines like that wasn't good? He, the guy was throwing three touchdowns a game and no, threw no picks. How is that not good? I would take a Rogers consistent play well, the way he did last year over a guy that's going to sling it around and throw three touchdowns, three picks every week. Fuck that. I'm taking Rogers. Yeah. This year, maybe not because no Adams, but like, you know. Anywho, moving on to the running moving back on. tiers. I mean, uh, yeah, do we even, we, we got through like four quarterbacks. Oh, then keep going. I'm sorry. Right? Don't move no, on to the fine. running back. We're yet. fine. I'll, I'll breeze through these guys because honestly, I put Hurts, Hurts right after that. And then after that, it's like Dak, Brady. You could take your pick. Who do you like better? Where'd I you mean, put Burrow? Joe Burrow is in the same, is in the same conversation with Herbert. So it's like you Alan, talk about a guy with weapons. Allen Mahomes, like, Jesus. Allen Mahomes one two, Burrow, Herbert, and um, and Kyler kind of middling around, and then I got Jalen Hurts at six. Okay. After that, you could you could toss up Dak, you could toss up Brady. I'll take Brady over Dak this year. Jalen Hurts was the ninth overall quarterback. No, too, no, Kirk, Cousins. Kirk Cousins is sitting outside the top twelve. I'll take Derek Carr. Cousins, you could Cousins now last year was eleven. Derek Carr, Cousins, they're like premier backups. Rodgers. You know, you could put those guys in the same in the same. I got realm. this. I got this weird inkling that that Derek Carr is going to win some people some fantasy championships this year. I don't know why. I just feel like it might be the Adams factor, sure. But like to have Waller out there, to have Renfro underneath, to have just just an overall good good unit to throw the ball around. And Jacobs, you can't stack boxes anymore, bro. Look, you we got what happened? Jacks, like you. I didn't, I didn't hear you mention Lamar. You're ah! right. You're right. I'm not I'm so. Kidding. I'm. We're talking about quarterbacks. Running backs is next. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lamar Lamar did really bad last year. I'm I'm he was I'm hurt a lot. Well, he didn't do well at all, even in the games he was. Believe it or not, like, Lamar Jackson great... finished fifteenth and missed all those games in quarterback overall. Well, you weren't drafting him to finish fifteenth. You weren't even drafting no, he him was to not. finish no, tenth. You You're definitely yeah. drafting Lamar to finish in the top five. I just don't. I don't know the rushing it's... yards. Yeah, maybe, but they lost some Fucking weapons. Tom on Brady. Offense. I got to see what's Bateman going to be about this year. Can he stay on the field? Is um. Yeah, I don't know. Lamar, I'm I'm a little cold. You on talked Lamar about this Cousins year. before. He's got Jefferson and now he trades for Jalen Rager, which by the way, <laughs> Mike's asking, what's he what's Rager look like? I don't know. He looks like himself with a new jersey on. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean look like? I think what it does, what Minnesota's doing is it looks like the writing's on the wall that Thielen's done after this year unless he takes a, come on a, to Dallas, a team bro. friendly deal. Love that. Because KJ Osborne is on the come up. I don't like uh, his hamstring, but <laughs> Jalen Rager, I think Jalen Rager has a bad like, he needed a fresh start because maybe not Philly being the start because of the memes and shit, but Jalen Rager drafted to be a wide receiver one in the first round. That's never who he was. It's not his fault that they fucked that up, right? Now he gets a chance to, Jefferson. Now he no, gets a chance to yeah, be in the role that he probably always deserved to be in, which is a three or the four receiver, a James Washington type at worst. I don't think Jalen Rager's days in this league are over. Put some respect think, on James I Washington's name. I think he'll have a nice, little, a nice little role with that offense. What about um, Stafford? Any thoughts on Stafford this year with the with the elbow stuff going on? Like, but he still has the greatest receiver in football right now. So to throw if you to. if you miss out on one of these top 10, 12 quarterbacks, if you if you don't have any of the guys that I mentioned, well, maybe we'll cap it at Lamar at 10. But then when we're talking about cousins, Carr, Rogers, if you missed out on all these guys, you're gonna have to grab two of the next ones. So then you could stream it and make it work. But if you're gonna have cousins, there's gonna be weeks that you're really up against it. Same thing with Stafford. These guys don't consistently put up fantasy points because they're passers. They don't ever run. Stafford was fifth last year. Stafford was fifth? Quarterbacks, yes. I want to know where you're looking. because I'm looking at fantasy pros, bro. Like, You want to give them a shout-out? <laughs> fantasy pros. Also, stop saying it like I'm looking at – there's a billion different ways that you could score fantasy. And when I'm saying it like that, you're – it's like – Here we go. Ready? I'm not looking at the same thing that you're looking no, at. No, no, no. So it's, it's – the top spot is basically like – Standard half PPR PPR leagues. It's all lumped into one. And so. also, you're talking about points. Like when I do rankings, I do points per game basis because it's a lot more. There is true. a points per game basis here. There's an average. Yeah, yeah there's like, averages. So if you want, I can't. I can rank the averages. The the highest ranked average, Kyler Murray was actually fourth overall in average amount of points a week. Uh, he was in front of Mahomes, Hurts, Lamar, Rogers, Dak, all those guys. Josh Allen just kicked the shit out of everybody as far as like average and points total. But um, yeah. So, Dave, while we're talking quarterbacks, do you know they're giving Tony Romo's number nine Ugh. to uh, the Listen, dude? Dave was mad about Turkey. it. Come on, was, man. Uh, the guy he didn't like. I was already mad about the whole conversation before. Uh, look, they did it last year the to Jalen Smith, and Jalen Smith is <laughs> bad at football, and that's why I was upset. And he's a defensive player. Turpin returns two kicks, and he takes Tony Romo's number. Am I as mad as I was last year? It seems like Romo's number is now just a number. It's yeah. just a number now. Yes. Like there are to me in Dallas Cowboys history, if you're a Cowboys fan watching this, there's no more eights, there's no more twenty-twos, and there's no more twelves. That's it. Every other number is expendable. Even the 88's been given out how many times? Yep. 88's actually been given out more times than people even realize. It's like they're like, oh, the 88 club, it's Drew Pierce, it's Michael Irvin, it's Dez, and it's the CD. Guys, they gave it to Antonio Bryant. Like that. 
he had 88 on for a minute. I was like, good Lord, like he stinks. Um, but I'm not worried about the number legacy anymore, except for those three that I just mentioned that nobody will ever take. And ever, anybody ever tries to take it, you know, they'll, they'll just, they'll kill them off in Dallas. All right, so all these quarterbacks, guys, all we all we just highlighted was like, as I'm talking about the guys that I think are good and everybody seems to be, there's like 13 quarterbacks that are in top five, which is why you don't take a quarterback early, right? We're talking about Stafford. Stafford, I got ranked like 12th. You're saying he finished fifth. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see him fifth in my league, but we're I mean, I that's don't. irrelevant. Irrelevant. The point that I'm making is because Stafford could be fifth, you don't wait, you don't pick a quarterback that early because I'm seeing Stafford go in the 14th round, 13th round. So if he's the fifth quarterback overall in the 14th round, then don't take Josh Allen in the second. That's my point. Mm. That's it. Mm -hmm. So we can move off of the quarterbacks. Now that I hate all of the fucking people in the comments, <laughs> I'm like mad at Dave and Rob. Wow. Wow. Um, I actually, Hawaii Mike, wait until he starts his like, his like, um, his guaranteed weekly subtle jab at Aaron Rodgers and the Packers while, while boosting Tom Brady and not actually having a, a team for himself. Yeah, Maybe I hate I'm that. A, I'm a loose Lions I hate that. fan. Yeah, that, that whole loose fan stuff sucks. The Packers beat Wait, the on. fanhood Dark, out of you uh, years ago. Dark Valorant came in. I'm still trying to figure out if you either keep Goddard or Hawkinson or leaning towards Goddard because I'm not the biggest fan of Goff. We'll get to tight ends in a little bit. Stick with us. Like yes, the video. Yes, Appreciate yes. you. We'll definitely get to that. All right. Hopefully we could go a little bit faster on the... Quarterback Triple Threat TV came in just with back to, Jay, to Allen real quick. He got him in the fourth round in a twelve man. That's a solid, yeah, but that's value. Look, that's the, good. I'm not. I'm not touching a quarterback until the fourth or fifth. If I see Josh Allen in the fourth, I'm taking him. Yes, I am. So no right? brainer. But that's the earliest that I would do it, and for that reason, means like Josh Allen is largely off my draft boards because I'm. I'm not considering him before that. Mm. All right, running backs. Running backs. How about Zeke? Let's talk a little bit about <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Running backs, it gets a little more muddled. Um, a lot of people have these guys scattered all over. It's hard to really say, who do you like better, Joe Mixon or Dobbin Cook? It's literally, when we're talking like this, it's like, who do you like better? That's what you're going to have to yeah, do here. But that, they're that, the same yeah. player to me. It's just That's on, a some are going to do right well there. in week like, 11. Some are, someone's going to do well in week 13. It's just which guy's going to do well when you need him. Um, clear cut, I think, right now is Jonathan Taylor. Nobody's going to dispute that except James Rube who he thinks it's Christian McCaffrey. I'm While starting to be, turn over to the McCaffrey train, man. man. I don't have know. Fun with that. I'm just saying it. Look, look, I'm living under the, the logic of like, he can't possibly like get hurt another well, year. Way, right? If you have, you're in a ton of leagues. If you have a shot at McCaffrey in one of them, why not? You know, That's but true. that might That's be the point. Okay. That might be the league Piece that you, point. that you uh, hate by week three. <laughs> <laughs> so for, argument's sake, for, for argument's sake, I will put McCaffrey in the second tier because I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat so it. So first tier is Taylor by himself. Yeah, Taylor okay. by himself. Uh, McCaffrey is in the second tier because I'm not going to sugarcoat the situation. I'm not taking him, but everybody else likes him. And a lot of other people like him. Um, so McCaffrey, you have to put him in the second tier. Derrick Henry and... I think Najee Harris enters the second tier this year. Like enters or goes into. Like he's not in it last like year. Like going into it last, this year. Last year, Najee Harris was one of the guys that was a league winner for a lot of people because you got him the end of the second round in a lot of cases. Herm and he Edwards ended over up here. being an RB one. Yeah. There's a lot of question marks surrounding the the Steelers offense this year. I don't know how how the quarterback play is going to be. I know Mitch Trubisky sucks. It might be like a, a thing that they're able to to withstand with like good defense and running the football well. But I think if Kenny Pickett gets a crack at it at a certain point, you could see the offense open up a little bit. He's a much better passer. 
than Mitch Trubisky is. And I think as crazy as that sounds, that there'll be a better passing offense. Najee Harris will do better in that situation. He's probably going to catch the ball a lot. I love Najee this year. Um, I have him over McCaffrey. And then I'll put Austin Eckler in that list too because the offense that he plays for, his propensity to catch passes out of the backfield, and they're using him to run the ball more now than they have in years. I just, for Eckler's standpoint, <laughs> he's he falls into the McCaffrey, Willie won't he stay healthy thing. Last year you were trying to stockpile 15 running backs in, in San Diego, uh, L.A. because – you just never knew how many times Eckler was yeah, going to get but hurt. Eckler, Eckler ended up putting together a fair. Oh, he did. Trust me, he won some leagues. Year. I get it. He he had a healthy season last year and almost put the injury woes to rest. Everybody's Look, a doctor now, by the way. If you're playing 17 games <laughs> in the NFL at running back, you're going to run into some injury situations. Yep. They are injury prone by by trade, not by nature. It's like they they have the most uh, physically demanding position out of all the fantasy players, right? These guys are getting hit a lot. They've played football their whole life. No. But seriously, <laughs> these guys are all going to miss a game or two here or there. You can't really predict it, but I, you will say, like, McCaffrey gets hurt every year. Stay away. Rubik, I'm imagining that's who you're arguing with in the comments about no. Dr. Oh, Rube. no, it's Wexler. Najee with a Liz Frank injury. What's she like? <laughs> what are we talking about here? No, I, mean, I understand it's a sprain. That's it the sucks. same injury that Chad Holmgren miss, is missing the season with. That's because he's a basketball player. And he's, I mean, a different different variation of the injury. Najee Harris, I haven't been seeing too much negative coming out about him. If there is a serious injury, they're keeping it under wraps. James, I got I to gotta talk to you over air. Over air. <laughs> After we get off the air at some point today, I got a really good, uh, good concept to run by you uh, because now you're starting to talk about real-life capital and stock up, stock down. I got a whole bunch of stuff right. I want to talk to you about. So after we get through those top five guys, um, at this point it's the Dalvin Cook range, it's the Joe Mixon range. I think those guys are kind of the similar back. Um, I put DeAndre Swift in that mix. I put Alvin Kamara in that mix a little bit, but there's a little less confidence in those two guys. So they're kind of the same. I think they're going to finish around the same. If are they you all in the play. tier three already? This yeah. is three. Okay. Have you said the name? Are you done with tier three? No. Okay, keep going. You're going to miss one, and I'm going to wonder why. But go ahead. Javante Williams? You are, you didn't say him yet? No, no. Oh, then where the hell are you going in? Aaron Jones? Well, yeah, they should be. I want to put them in two. No, they're not better than Dalvin Cook. and like, dude, these oh, guys are going, I keep yeah. forgetting you only have one running so back at one. So it's one, one so running yeah, back, three, tier fine. one. Jonathan so three, Taylor, the, I think he's consensus. Tier three tier running two, backs are very good. Yeah, tier three running backs, they're all going mid first, uh, end of the first round, mid second round. These it's not like you're you're talking about first second round picks here still. Um the guy that I'm seeing sneak into the top 10 that I do not have faith in this year one bit is James Conner. His his yards per carry average is like under 3.5 last year. His backup year. might be better right now. I think Conner he's he's proven that he has value in the NFL. He's had a ton of touchdowns last year, but he's going to be touchdown dependent again and I don't see him getting the He'll get the bulk of the carries, but outside of the touchdowns oh. last year, he's he wasn't doing it. Nick, I was going to give you a shout at the end of the show about your new hockey podcast, Not Giving a Puck, that's available now on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. But that one, it just leads me to believe that we should drug test you before the next time because you just said Saquon Barkley is better than Dalvin Cook. No. Please, for the love of God, look, you can comment all you want, but just you know, be careful. Tread lightly because these guys right. will... Eat your lunch. <laughs> so after we go up. through this sec this third tier here where it's like the Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara. I, I Honestly, I put Aaron Jones and Javante Williams after these guys because they're going to get drafted after the 15th spot. You might see Javante jump up a little bit, but I haven't seen Aaron Jones drafted any earlier than 15. Maybe, maybe 14 in one or two of my mocks that I've done. But 
outside of that, we're talking about Antonio Gibson's, the David Montgomery's. I've done this tier already, like three times. Mm -hmm. Elijah Mitchell's. At this point, I think Cam Akers in the situation has the best chance to vault <laughs> into a higher tier. I think J.K. Dobbins has a really good shot at vaulting up into a higher tier in terms of, you know, like his usage and the way he's been. Year one, he was the most efficient back in the NFL. He was busting off like seven yards. Yeah, like six or seven <laughs> yards of carry, and he had crazy. ten touchdowns. Crazy so numbers. If J.K. Dobbins could pick up where he left off two years ago, it would be a nice situation for him. Mm -hmm. We're going to move off to running backs because we're running out of time, and okay. I don't want to get too in depth. Where we I got, got receivers. Yes, sir. Let's go to the receivers. How are your receivers, everybody? This is. Uh, I feel like to this, there's a couple on the tier one level, and I'm talking. You can disagree if you want. That's fine. Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. And that's probably it. That's tier one. Do you agree with this, Chris? Well, Triple Threat TV saying Jones going to play a lot in the slot this year. That's why I think Dylan will be top five. Aaron Jones I think uh, Yes, I do agree. I know for a fact Aaron Jones will be playing in the slot a lot this year. Um, I don't think A.J. Dillon will be in the top five regardless because he's going to also play a lot in traditional backfield sets. <laughs> ben Wexler, ready for this comment? Barkley's going to go off this year. He'll finish top five fantasy running back, and that's not me being a Homer Giants fan. Yes, it is. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you, yes, it is. So, um, no, that's not happening. But also, <laughs> I don't think that A.J. Dillon is going to crack the top five. I think after this season, if you look at Aaron Jones' contract, there's a possible out for Green Bay after this year where they won't really have any much, uh, much of a cap hit, and I think that's when AJ Dillon gets the reins full bore. I would buy some. I would buy some AJ Dillon stock right now. Well, we'll talk about that <laughs> yes, right um, now. They're going to still use Aaron Jones a shitload down low at the goal line. Like I know he's a smaller guy, but Aaron Jones. He may, he's he's, at, he's he, the only back in the NFL. I think him and one other guy, maybe Derrick Henry, that have 40 touchdowns over the last three seasons combined. So he's got a lot of he's got a nose for yeah, the end like zone. They use him. Seventeen of them are against Dallas. <laughs> so Four and one big, one big chunk right there. No, first of all, wasn't it? Was he waving? He was waving. I have the that was in the graphic for the Packers breakdown. Oh, okay, waving. All right. That day he waved. I found a hole in my wall. I don't know how it got there though. So it's those so weird. three are the top tier clearly, and then I'm putting Devonte, Diggs, um, and I guess Tyreek Hill in the next one. You could crack the code. I mean, you could put Debo and CD Lamb are like kind of the guys that I would maybe consider entering that. Every draft that I've done, CD doesn't make it past middle of the second round. Yeah, CD's. I mean, he's going to get a lot of targets this year. He's going to inherit a little bit of what Cooper got, and then plus what he's going into his third year now. Mm -hmm. So third year receivers are usually the year that people break out, and he broke out last year a little bit. But I think CD has a little bit of a, a spike in his numbers this year for sure. But I'm not. I'm not taking him over any of the guys mentioned. Like I'm taking Devontae, I'm taking um, Tyreek Hill, and I'm taking Stephon Diggs. After those guys are gone, um, I'm probably going to take Debo, and then CD's up next for me. I take CD over the Keenan Allens of the world, the Mike Evans of the world, because I just think that eventually the wheels come off. I like guys that are on the upward swing more so than the guys that are I'm on the back on, end. I'm big this year on Mike Williams, by you the could way, pay over for, you, Keenan You Allen. might end up losing in that. I, I'm just going with my personal preference. I like the younger, talented guys over the guys that have had 10 years at 1,000 yards and 100 catches straight. You know, eventually the wheels come off, and I'm I'm liking that. C.D. Lamb starts his streak now is more likely than these guys continuing it, even though they're both in good spots. 
And that Mike Evans. I'm way out on Debo this year too, to be honest with you. He's a fun gadget (laughs) guy, but I just feel like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not out on Debo. But but if you're, hear me out with this. Just going too high. If you're big on Trey Lance, don't doesn't that mean by proxy Debo's probably gonna have himself a nice little year? No, I'm bigger on Trey Lance because I think he's a better passer than Jimmy G, and I think he's a better runner or as good of a runner as. I think here's what I here's why I'm big on Trey Lance this year, more so for fantasy, but I do think. I'm not saying he's going to win MVP. I'm not repeating that again. But for fantasy purposes, he's a better passer than Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and he's at least as good of a rusher. So in terms of fantasy value, Jalen Hurts couldn't fucking hit the broadside of a barn last year. <laughs> I think Trey Lance has proven that he's a better thrower of the football, whether you're looking at the way they their mechanics, just the un- uh, ability to uncork an 80-yard bomb, all those things. But he's going to run well, and Kyle Shanahan has done well in the past with – that type of system. He opens up the offense a lot more than Jimmy G would from just from a running standpoint. From yeah, the, of course. But the tight end and James Rue makes that point. Like if they're stuff. on the goal line, chances are there's a quarterback draw in the in the Rolodex of plays. You know what I'm saying? So like he won't be throwing to Debo. Yeah, yeah. Or he might do one of those stupid. He's fagazi, gonna get, he's gonna get you know, a ton bleh. of rushing touchdowns. It's gonna make Elijah Which is Mitchell a worse. Touchdown by the it's way. It's gonna make. That's why the Eagles <laughs> running backs they're like largely. You know, you could they get usage between the twenties, but then they don't get goal line work because Jalen Hurts scored ten rushing touchdowns last year. Hmm. You know, so it takes it vultures. I think your the rule should be in fantasy that no, in in all of NFL, you have to have an over the top release for it to be a touchdown pass. So, <laughs> like this whole eh, the shoveling in front, so, and then the so eh, why Mike like, huh? why Mike coming in and saying Hurts yeah, sees the NFC West two times, Lance the east. Uh, or oh. the east two times, but really like we're, what. Seattle's defense isn't good right now. They play. They don't play themselves. They're probably the, one of the better defenses in that division, if not the best. The Rams have a have a pretty good Arizona defense. regressed. Arizona's defense was decent last year, but not so great. This they lost year Chandler going Jones. I feel like they they missed some spots. And I think the Commanders' defense has a chance to be really good this year. Yep. Right. We don't know much. Dallas's defense is good. So as far as the defenses in the two divisions, you you would agree that the NFC West has better overall teams. But against the defense, I feel like that's lateral, personally. Truth. What do we got now? You still on receivers? Yeah, we could do some receivers still. So after we get through the Debo and then the CD situation, I think that that rounds out around nine guys. Then we're talking about A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen. That's where I'm entering the Mike Evans uh, sweepstakes. That's where I'm talking about possibly – actually, you know what? Was receiver your deepest position? I missed a guy that I'm putting all the way up. Above Debo, I like T. Higgins this year a lot. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, I think they're gonna like last year. you're going to see Debo get drafted before T. Higgins in most drafts, and you're going to be like this. Perfect. I want you to take Debo because I want T. Higgins. I want T. Higgins in as many leagues as well, I can. Well, Michael get him Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. He's just like regular to me, but he's going to have. He's going to eat this 15. year. With, with I think he's going to be Matt a top Ryan 15. quarterback. Definitely a firmly entrenched in wide receiver two territory with week to week potential to be wide receiver one from Michael Pittman. And he's going to be very consistent. Not many uh, high floor. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to get six balls a game, every game at minimum. I agree. agree. Uh, As we talk about the next like four or five guys to round out the top 20. Before you do that, AJ Bascon coming in, keeper league, keep three. He kept Higgins over Debo. So that's just a testament to how many people think that there's a higher ceiling for a guy like T. Higgins this year in particular because of the offense, and everybody and their mother is going to try to go cover Chase. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, it'll be interesting. Higgins is going to have a lot of – 
There also there's a third receiver in, in in Cincinnati that I always find on the waiver wire when I need him at the very least at the last moment, and that's Tyler Boyd. I still believe in Tyler Boyd's hype too. And while saying all of this, right, about the, the Cincinnati offense and mixing out of the backfield, Joey Burrow, man. Yeah. Joey B, Joe Cool. Tyler, like that guy Tyler, might be in the MVP Tyler talks. Tyler Boyd bro. is a guy that he'll be on a fantasy roster in almost every league, but yeah. you might see him get dropped here or there. He's going to be inconsistent, but when you need to stream a, a flex guy in a bye week situation, Tyler Boyd, look no further. I'll start him. I'm with RP. Boyd, yeah. Um, because he will have some splash plays this year in that offense because he's going to be overlooked a lot, and he finds his ways to get open even when he was the main target. At one point he was, yeah. yeah. So, God, um, that team just had Tyler Boyd as their one at one point, no? DJ Moore. uh, Oh, AJ Green. Green. Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson. That's rounding out your your top 20. After that, we could could have a a side combo, but we have to move on to the tight ends. Tyree Boyd. He already said, yeah, he said Tyreek Hill. He was in that top 20. Uh, but tight ends, to me, again, different different scenario here because uh, it depends on the offensive scheme you're working in. And, and there's a guy that fell in one of my bigger drafts that, that I'm coveting right now because I just think he's going to eat, and that's Dawson Knox. I know he's not number one or probably not even in the top two tiers, but maybe maybe t- second tier. To me, there's... There's the 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 Wallers, the Kittles, the Kelseys, the who else is in the number one tier? See, I have I have two tiers of tight end or three, I guess you could. Is say. there anybody? Nobody stands alone, right? No. Okay, so it's not a running back. Situation. I think that there's uh, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, and Kyle Pitts. Any one of those three guys this year could finish one overall, and I think that um, Kelsey has a, probably the best chance. I know he's getting a little bit older, and I'm very high on Mark Andrews this year. And last year, Andrews had a better season, but Losing Tyreek Hill and then looking at the rest of the receivers around in Kansas City, if I'm Pat Mahomes, who am I going to? You know what I mean? Like, that's the guy he has the best relationship with. Yeah. He knows the offense inside out. I think that you could see, I'm not going to say a bounce back year for Kelsey because he didn't have a bad year last year, but he could regain his tight end one. And he's a guy that could play all three spots, but, tight end, slot, But he's outside. having a hard, he's gonna have a hard time fighting off the, the second and third guy. And Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, take your pick. Mark Andrews is going a little bit sooner than Pitts, and I think rightfully so. He had 107 catches last year. But Kyle Pitts is – him and Drake London, they're the only guys in Atlanta that are going to catch passes this year. The other receivers now running the football, so <laughs> the other receiver is now Tom Brady's guy. So they don't really have many weapons outside of those two guys, and they'll be down a lot in these games. So I think Kyle Pitts is a dark horse to finish uh, tight end one. But then when we're talking about the Wallers, the Kittles – they haven't done enough really over the last couple seasons to to warrant cracking that tier. Yeah, but there is no but the situation that some of these guys are going into this year are exponentially better. Meaning, i.e., Darren Waller. When you now have to cover Devontae, Waller's gonna find out he's gonna be open a lot. Yeah, but they're gonna be open a lot, but there's only a certain amount of targets. Like when you look at the plays, how many plays is an NFL offense run in a season? Even a really good one like the Raiders look to be, right? There, there's only a certain amount of targets going around. I understand so that. He's going to get a little bit less targets, but he'll probably be what more What I'm saying efficient. is his matchups are yeah, going to be a gonna, lot nicer gonna, this year than last gonna year. He's going to have an easier time getting open, but Devontae Adams is going to be open too. Comment about Kelsey, though, uh, coming in from Mike, saying, um, does Kelsey see better coverage because Tyreek Hill's not there anymore? 
No, because I think that tight end situation is... Yeah, you can't really mess around with that. Like, what are you going to do? Put an extra safety? You could put safety? a second like, guy over the you top could, of him, but, but, but that's been the reason why tight ends have been so successful of late, and teams have been riding on a successful tight end. Like, you see a lot of these teams that are doing well. There's a really good tight end attached to it. It's because it's a matchup nightmare. They put these guys in there against linebackers that can't cover, safeties right. that are there to hit, to bring in a corner... You know, now you're outmatched physically in there. So it's like. Waller's, uh, what? Uh, Triple Threat TV says Waller's in a worse situation. Are you just talking about target share? Yeah, maybe? I think that's what he's talking about. I'm just talking about in the plays that Waller does make, his coverages are going to be a lot less. They're going to be a lot fluffier. <laughs> I think Waller, Waller should do well in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't absolutely. think he's going to do well inside the 20s, <clears throat> personally. Because they have Renfro, they have they have they're loaded. Martian Gang TV, how are we feeling about Schultzy? Does he see more action? Absolutely, Schultz so, is going to eat this year. Yeah, I, eat, I, eat, I think eat. Schultz. Shit, I love Schultz, bro. Yes, sir. Look, I know that people might call me crazy, but You're it's crazy. not. It's not necessarily me bashing George Kittle. It's just that I think that there's a couple other guys that deserve the credit. George Kittle, he's got the name, and he had that one season where he was like the man, where it was him and Kelsey. But I think he's regressed a little bit, and it's not so much a regression for him, but so much as like an improvement by the other guys at the position. It might even have something to do with his little camp that him and that they run the tight end university yeah. every year, which is a great thing, by the way, and sharing all the tricks of the trade, but. There's a couple guys that I think are closing the gap, at least in terms of fantasy value, with a Dalton Schultz, um, <clears throat> with a uh, Darren Waller. I put in that same. I'll tell you right uh, now, T.J. Hawkinson, and this is a Dawson Knox, a deep diver uh, on a Dalton Schultz this year <clears throat> because of the situation that the Cowboys have put themselves in, or, or uh, as a result of a guy like Tyron Smith being out. Tight ends are going to see a lot more of the field this year than ever before in Dallas because you're going to need that extra chip right off the rip. You need some extra help on Dak's blind side. So in order for that to happen, you need bigger personnel in there. That's why I think Schultz is going to be there in there anyway, but there's going to be multiple tight end sets, and Dalton Schultz is the best tight end on the, on the team right now. Therefore, the underneath stuff will be there all day in the event Dak gets in trouble. He's going to be looking at Dalton Schultz. I think, he gets, I think there's a chance that Dalton Schultz catches like 100 Plus balls this year. We got a defensive question coming in from Why? Charlie. No, I'm kidding. Did we start Baltimore's <laughs> defense versus the Jets? Chargers defense versus the Raiders? Wow. Bucks defense versus the Cowboys. He's between Baltimore and the Bucks. It's Baltimore. It's Baltimore. It's Baltimore. Right. Charlie, so, like the video, my I man. Wanna, Thank I you so much for your question. I want to wrap up the tight ends a little bit because Goddard, right, there's Goddard. really only like a handful like of tight Goddard ends. Too. There's really only a handful of tight ends that I think people are comfortable drafting as their tight end one. Um, it rounds out with like. Dawson Knox is being the last guy. And then the other guy that I'm seeing is, is Fryermuth. They're kind of grouped together. I got two of them. The reason why <laughs> I'm high on both those guys, while they were both like touchdown dependent too largely last year, you know, like Dawson Knox, he had a lot of touchdowns last he year. He did. Yeah. But because he's in that offense, I, I don't think that's going to matter much. Um, they're, they lost a couple guys, Emmanuel Sanders, and I know that Gabe Davis will step in and fill that role. And I think he's going to be the guy that we see break out on that. We didn't offense. even talk about him, Gabe Davis. We left him off. Yeah, I mean he's not really top twenty. Yeah, no, is that why you left him off? No, Gabe Davis, design. I got Gabe Davis in a lot of leagues. So do I. And I didn't even draft him yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I've claimed him now. So actually, uh, because Gooch runs the leagues, he gets to just draft a couple players. Prior. I think Fryermuth and Knox are the guys that you could see be this season's uh, guys that cracked the top five. But I think it's going to be interchangeable parts. A lot of these guys, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, you know, they're the same guy, different week. You know, outside of the top three, I feel like you could punt on tight end until 
nine are off the board. But once nine are gone, you better get that tenth, or I, you're gonna have a fucking I have, hard time. I, I want to. You're gonna up, be starting Hunter Henry or Mike Gusecki. Uh, <laughs> Mike Gusecki, New Jersey's finest. Um, I do want to uh, bring up this point from Rube about David Njoku. Now, the fact that the Cleveland Browns right now are gonna roll with Jacoby Brissett as their first guy, as their QB one until uh, Massage Man <laughs> Watson gets back, right? So. When and this goes for young quarterbacks and experienced quarterbacks and quarterbacks that just lack the talent to make big plays, tight ends will eat in those situations. David Njoku is a guy I think as well is a freak athlete, absolutely freakishly athletic, who's not gotten the burn because every receiver or tight end on that team within the last three four years has either complained about something or something or something or something. It's been never a steady good dose of the passing game, and maybe that's a tribute to Baker Mayfield. But I think Baker Mayfield's going to have himself a nice little year this year. I do chip on the shoulder and all. I think that's going to happen. But David Njoku is definitely a name I want to take a deeper dive look at because again, talent is there, the numbers aren't, but I feel like he's going to be fed. Plenty this year. Yeah. So watch uh, out another, for Njoku. Another guy that I think people are kind of overlooking Alleged this year. Alleged massage guy. They're Sorry. Overlooking I didn't wanna... this year that he was <laughs> almost a, a guy that people were earmarking as the next guy that's going to step up and be a big uh, fantasy producer at tight end. And now he's in a different situation. He's much hurt a lot more, too. I much know. worse situation <laughs> offensively than the situation he came from. But I feel like Noah Fant might not do bad over in uh, like Seattle I just said, right now. Young, inexperienced, or bad quarterback play. Tight ends eat. No offense, going to be the guy. Fan. And then the guy that we talked about the other day, um, actually, it wasn't even on this. It was on the the, the Mojo thing that audition that we sent. The audition. Isaiah likely <laughs> will likely will likely eat. not get much playing time this year. But if Mark Andrews gets hurt, that's your handcuff. No question. Not, not that you're handcuffing tight ends, but Isaiah likely he looks like he's likely going to be a starter in this league. At that was one a dad joke. Another. Good for you. I'm proud well, of you, man. That was good. I don't good. even have any. Children. I know, but you got a little nieces and nephews. that you know of. No, 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 no. <laughs> and we're here at the It's Illegitimate Children Day here at Shea. Um, anyway, that is the rankings that we've put out there. Listen, we've done enough research about this stuff for you guys to crush, absolutely slaughter your drafts this weekend. So good luck to everybody. But if you're in a league with me, I don't give a shit what you do. I hope you draft a kicker in the first round, and then that'll be it. So I'll win all that money. Um but yeah, good conversation as always. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, Evan Ingram. I talk. agree wholeheartedly, Rube. What? That Evan Ingram has a chance to eat this year a little bit in Jacksonville. I mean, how many times? Are I, I'm going to repeat one more time. Inexperienced young quarterbacks look for their tight ends a lot. Evan Ingram is tight end one in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence will find him. Yeah, that's just that's just that's a formula as old as the, the as as the the prehistoric um, times. Okay, like you got to look too, underneath. Though, Doug Peterson loves throwing to the tight end. So, uh, Charlie coming in. Love the setup of his show, guys. Very professional. You guys are very smart. Stay with it. And I could see this channel easily whoop, easily blowing up. Also, uh, I think Likely and Andrew start next to each other next year. This Thank year. You, Ooh, Appreciate it very hey, much. Hey, Charlie, I, you're the I, man, bro. I, I Thank do, you so much. I do see some double tight end sets, but especially with that offense, the way, the way Baltimore is going to be doing things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Isaiah Likely. Um, do it again. Put him on your watch list. Ah, damn. You he is to, likely. Nah, you wanted to do it, and you just didn't do it. You didn't deliver there. You had to lay up, and you didn't do it. All right, folks, it's been a show. It's been a great show. We got a big, big day in store over here at the Chop Studios. Please check out ChopSportsMedia.com for all of our podcasts. Brand new hockey podcast today. Uh, I also, yesterday, I didn't promote it much, but uh, the brand new Sit Down with Sturch with my boy Nick Smith, that's available right now. Um, we got... 
the Mets, Till Mets Do Us Part just dropped an episode. The Jets, who are just, they basically broke down their 53-man roster. So we have all the content in the world. Go Fight check it out. Factory just the fl- did Oh, wow. Sorry, bro. Interview with what a, what a, Prime what a, time. what a piece of garbage I am. Dante Smiley. Yes, that's, that's my fault. YouTube. The Fight that Factory, which could also be very uh, in store for bigger and better as well. The mm-hmm. Fight Factory yes, might be. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on over Huge here, man. We are wheeling. Too. And dealing. Big wrestling weekend. If you're a wrestling fan, check out All Out. Check out, um, what's the other one? Clash at the Castle. King of the, King of the Castle. World to Collide. Uh, everything. GC Dub. Is everybody. There's so many Charlie, guys. Is Charlie Sturge's burner account? No, I'm over here. I, I have no burners. I am no burners. So, Charlie, with the comment of the yeah, day. Neither, neither do I. Charlie, do me a favor. Do me a solid. I actually do have burner accounts. Send me over your. Send an email it. over to Chop Sports. Ready for this? Send an email over to studios at chopsportsmedia.com. And we're going to hook you up with a discounted merch for the comment of the day. That's that's a new thing that I just impl- implemented right now. We're going to give you a discount code. I want you to rock the brand studios wherever you're from. Studios at Chop Sports. What? Studios at chopsportsmedia.com. Because so I want to see if the email works. Is it a discount works. code or is it a. <laughs> it's going to be a discount code. Yeah. We're like a coupon code for us. It's right there in the comments. We'll figure right? it out. Copy paste. Yeah, Okay, fine. I'm, I just I respect. We're, we're gonna give you the, a shirt, buddy. Yeah, we're gonna give you a shirt. <laughs> it's gonna buddy. be free. It's, oh no! All right, because discount. like you can't be like, hey, we're gonna give you a discount code, but to get it, you gotta spend twenty dollars. You're getting a free shirt, Charlie. So congratulations. Uh, and that's you know what it's funny. Shirt of the week, huh? Shirt of the week. Shirt of the week. Every Friday. New Every thing? Friday. New thing. Shirt of the week. We're gonna be broke by the end of the football season. <laughs> no, 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 I'm it's one You're goddamn shirt. Gilded dog. You're getting the Gilded one. <laughs> That fucking hard so Charlie, cotton. You ever hear an email. hard cotton? We're gonna, we're, you know <laughs> what? You getting. know what's funny? We're gonna get a plethora of emails, and this is good because I need that email to kick, and I want it to start moving. Because uh, the email was literally registered yesterday because of our dot com. So. Hopefully see your email in the email. So Move for Sturge and Gooch and, of course, Wrestling Rob making his return to the producer chair. This has been a show. This has been another episode of the CSD. I'm putting it, yes, I abbreviated the Chop Sports Daily right there. The um, CSD. Be sure to follow us on this channel because we got a lot of stuff going on this weekend, correct? Yes. Um, so, Break Buds, we have jerseys going two for what buy one get one you buy your team you get a random um they're gonna be posted on we're trying something new as far as like getting it up on a website i don't know how fast that's gonna happen but i'm gonna revisit the post again today send it out there we want to do this on sunday but we need it to sell so if you guys are interested in buying a jersey Whatever sells, we're going to break on Sunday. Let's do it. Let's Don't do forget it. to get on yeah, the Survivor yep. Pool. Yeah, she's over $65,000 last year. Yeah, You're also, six days away, guys. Hawaii Mike, welcome to the football season blood feud. Uh, what are you talking about? No, it's just me against him now with his comments in today's show. Uh, all right. Wait, Thief, what is? Bro. how many people are going to email you saying it's Charlie? I'm, <laughs> that's, listen, touche. Good, very good call. Very good call. But it won't be Charlie because there's only one Charlie in this world, and that's my man today who dropped the comment of the day. So with that, we'll see you guys back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be smart. Do all that good shit and enjoy your drafts. Actually, we whoa, won't be here Monday. We won't be here Monday because so. <laughs> it's Labor Day. And I'll be here. Drafting. We'll be here. Yeah, we'll be here. There won't be a show. So we'll be back on Tuesday for the Chop Sports Daily. See you guys then. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.